0: Section 8 of Essays on Art. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Max Reichlich. Essays on Art by Johann Wolfgang von Goethe. Translated by Samuel Gray Ward. Section 8. The Collector and His Friends. Letter 1. If your departure, after those two days so highly enjoyed, so quickly flown, made me sensible of a great void and chasm, your letter, which came so soon to hand, and the manuscripts which accompanied it, brought me again into the same pleasant frame of mind which your presence had inspired. I am reminded of our conversations, and rejoice, as I then did, that we so often coincide in our opinions on art. This discovery is doubly valuable to me, since if i would make proof of your opinions or my own i have only to take whatever section i will of my collection and go through it with reference to our theoretical and practical aphorisms oftentimes i proceed with ease and certainty sometimes am at fault sometimes am not able to agree either with you or with myself nevertheless i become conscious of how much is gained when we come to an understanding with each other concerning principles when criticism of art which is always swaying hither and thither like the beam of a balance, is fixed to a firm support, and, to pursue the image, beam and scales are no longer in a state of vibration. This specimen engages all my hopes and sympathies for your proposed work, and I will gladly aid your undertaking in any way of which I feel myself capable. Theory has never been my forte. If, however, my experience can be of any use to you, it is heartily at your service. And, in proof of this, I will at once begin to fulfill your request. I will sketch for you the history of my collection, whose marvellous elements have astonished many who came prepared by rumour for what they were to find even so was it with yourself you admired its singular richness in the most opposite ways and your wonder would have been increased had your time and inclination allowed you to become acquainted with my entire possessions to my grandfather belongs the credit of having laid the foundation of the whole and how well laid is proved by the attention with which i observed you regard everything which dates from him you fastened with so much love and admiration upon this pillar of our strange family mansion that your injustice towards other portions did not strike me unpleasantly and i gladly lingered with you before those works which are sacred to me both from their intrinsic worth and their age and their value as heirlooms in fact how much it depends upon the character and inclinations of an amateur whither the love of form and the spirit of collecting two passions so frequently found in man shall carry him and i maintain that he is equally dependent upon the time in which he lives, the circumstances around him, the artists and picture dealers with whom he is conversant, the countries he first visits, the nations with whom he stands in any kind of relations. He is influenced by a thousand circumstances of this sort. What various influences may not unite? What effect may they not produce to make him well grounded or superficial, liberal or narrow, universal or one sided? It was my grandfather's good fortune to live in the best time. And under the most favorable circumstances for collecting about him objects which would in the present day be beyond the reach of a private man. I have in my hands accounts and letters concerning his purchases, and how disproportionately small are the prices compared with those of our time, which the widespread amateurship of all nations has so exaggerated. Yes, the collection of this worthy man holds the same relation to the rest of my possessions, to my circumstances, to my judgment, which the Dresden collection does to all Germany. An eternal well of pure knowledge to the youth, a strengthener of feelings and good principles in the man, wholesome for all, even the most superficial observer, for the effect of what is truly excellent is not confined to the initiated alone. Your remark that no one of those works which date from the good old man need to be abashed by comparison with the treasures of kings did not make me vain, but rejoiced me, for in my own heart I had already formed the same opinion. I close my letter without having fulfilled my intention. I prayed when I should be telling my story, An old man's good humor is apt enough to show itself either way. I have hardly allowed myself room to say that both uncle and nieces greet you heartily, and that Julia especially inquires oftener and more earnestly concerning our long-delayed Dresden journey, because she hopes, by the way, to see once more our new and highly esteemed friend. And indeed, none of your older friends can subscribe himself more heartily than does the uncle. Your truly devoted. End of section 8